Momentum Men is brought to you by REUP, the creators of resources to disciple men like Jesus did, educating, encouraging, and empowering men to grow in Christ and disciple others, featuring a platform filled with men's Bible studies for individuals or groups. Men, living by his life. Learn more at reuppodcast.com. Reup, proud sponsor of Momentum Australia. You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. In a marital relationship, you want to have be heard, you want to have your opinion validated and at least acknowledged, not being dismissed and saying, you don't know what you're talking about. That's not healthy for any relationship. And that's where it unfortunately can lead to a dysfunctional relationship. And that's not healthy for anyone. Now, here's your hosts, Tim and Dez. Welcome to this week's Momentum. Once again, it is Tim and Dez with you as we launch into another show. And it's uh, we haven't got there yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be an absolute cracker. And uh, I'm going to encourage you to stick around for this one. Uh, always a great pleasure to have my uh, co-host and friend, Dez Kennedy, with us. How are you? I'm good, my friend. That's uh, good to be with you. You know, as as an old man, you know, it's good to be able to do something that's really you know, helpful for people. <laughs> You're still a productive <laughs> member of society. Thank yeah, you, Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I just want to remind folks, uh, guys, if you're listening and you need some information, like all our podcasts are all on our website. So don't forget our website, momentumastraya.org, all the podcasts, other YouTube videos that'll help you on your journey. And also, if you want to help uh, Momentum financially, you can donate on that website. You know, we are... Um, we run very lean and mean, so if you can help us with that, that would be fantastic. And also our Momentum Caroline brought to us by Caroline Connections, and that's one 800 man that's 636. So you need a safe and honest conversation with somebody who's not in your world, which is a good thing sometimes, um, you can reach out to that Caroline. It's, up, uh, it's from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. seven days a week. And Tim, mm-hmm. tell us about YouTube. Well, it's this thing where you can watch videos, and we have now joined the YouTube, uh, the YouTube spot. You can uh, look, I, and it's it's cool because I mean, listening while you're driving or at the gym or whatever, that's cool. Uh, a lot of people are, are watching stuff these days, and it is a bit more engaging. You can see Des and I and our, our guest who we're going to introduce in just a moment. So, if you want to step into that space, momentum for men, and you can find us on YouTube. Um, but it is great to have you with us. And uh, again, we just mentioned all that stuff there. We say that because we at Momentum, our heart here is to help you on your journey as men, get you connected as well, which is really important for us as guys to not do life in isolation. And there's a couple of things there you can have a look at. MomentumAustralia.org will give you the full lot and uh, hopefully help you on your journey. And talking of which, this week's show is going to be one that you will absolutely want to backlog and and have a look at again because we're talking about boundaries and you know as much as a boundary fence is helpful to know where our property ends and perhaps our neighbor starts like that's in a physical sense boundaries are also really necessary in relationships to ensure that we don't overstep and then get stepped on in return but what do boundaries actually look like and how do we put them in place you know with some thoughts directing from their new book understanding healthy boundaries is the ceo of focus on the family a good friend of momentum brett ryan welcome to momentum it's a pleasure once again gentlemen it is super great to have you back and so we're exploring it's a new ebook you've launched brett understanding healthy boundaries it's a great business model because it's free. And they go to my website at families.org.au. They can download a free ebook and it's got different topics that we probably will talk about over mm. the next couple of weeks mm. uh, about some of the things that apply to us and how important they are for our well being, 
mm. mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally. And uh, and so we can thrive, not just survive, but thrive. And for those who've got a faith, to thrive in Christ. Mm. So it's important that we know what boundaries are, what do, what do they look like, and and why why is it important to put them in place? Well, boundaries define who we are, and they define our value systems, our belief systems, uh, where sort of where we begin and where we end, and uh, and we are in control. That's the best and the best way you can handle it. That boundaries when it comes to relational, uh, I'm obviously mentioned in the opening remarks, you know, like a fence line, that's a boundary, but it's not personal. Um, we have a sporting field. There's a, you know, a boundary line and we know when we can play and when we not can play. When it comes to your own personal well-being, it actually is how we express our values, how we define ourselves uh, and why that's important. It's because it defines what we're responsible for and what we're not responsible for. Mm. And and if we and what's appropriate, what's inappropriate. And when we do that, when we look at that kind of view, you know, like we could talk about the physical well-being, you know, this is my body, I'm going to protect it. And it's my responsibility, not someone else's responsibility. That's as an adult. When you're a parent, that's a little bit different. And we can, you know, divide them up as we go along. But in in summary, we're looking about um, how we can look after ourselves and find out how what's okay and what's not okay. And mm. that's so important when it comes to boundaries. Mm. So, I mean, I, the, there's a few ways we can implement boundaries, Brett. So I suppose let's, let's look at that because uh, there's physical, emotional, spiritual, psychological, they're just some of the boundaries that we can start implementing. Now, this will all be, for some people, this will be new information, this idea of boundaries. Uh, and to be honest, I've been very poor with putting in boundaries when I was young because I didn't understand it. Uh, and then, of course, the challenge is when you start to put in boundaries, it's funny, a healthy balance of what that may look like. So we're not too rigid and we close everything off completely. But you know, but then being able to confidently state, no, this is this is where I feel like the line's being crossed, whether it's me or you. So I suppose let's look at how how do we put those things in place? I mean, physical boundaries, let's start there because I suppose from a physical perspective, some people at least can get the idea of, oh, I understand that some physical boundaries, I can kind of get my head around that. So some obvious physical boundaries? Well, we, we obviously, and, and when people think of physical, they often refer to sexual, you know, what's appropriate, especially right. in the marriage. Um, and But as you're growing up, you want to teach our kids what's appropriate and what's not appropriate, what's okay, what's not okay. You know, um, even my two-year-old uh, granddaughter, if she doesn't like something, her parents have taught her to say, I don't like that. Hmm. That's my body. I don't like that. And I thought that's a great thing to implement at a very early age. Yeah. As we're fast forwarding and we can see in our, you know, a hashtag me too culture, you know, the, the idea of what was appropriate, what's not appropriate, consent and not consent. But when it, we talk about our body, it's saying my body belongs to me and no one else. And I am the one who's in control to give permission what is appropriate and what's not appropriate. Um, and basically it's saying, What's, what's an appropriate boundary when it comes to ourselves? It's actually saying, I'm in charge, but what's inappropriate is when someone takes control of your body or takes control of your thoughts and, and over, oversteps their mark or their responsibility over you, and that's inappropriate. So that's where we start when it comes to physical uh, boundaries. Mm. 
If you've got somebody, you, you talked about the control of the boundary. Somebody takes control of your boundary, but it may not be just, maybe not that severe. It may be just pushing the boundary. Yeah. You know, and I, I have this, this is my value. This is my belief system. Yeah. I can push that a little bit and then I push it a bit more and then I push it a bit more, right? Yeah, and, and that's when we can talk about a toxic type of relationship yeah. and that pushing those boundaries and out of fear, we're worried about if we hold fast to our boundaries, um, there'll be repercussions. Mm. So mm. instead of enforcing them, and I should say you can enforce them, it doesn't mean the other person's going to participate in them. <laughs> so right. you have to put in that idea that these are my boundaries and if you overstep them, there will be consequences and I'm going to follow through on my my threat, for what, for example, the way that you touch me, if you keep on doing that, touch me inappropriately, I'm going to leave. And if you don't, and it continues, I will then go on to reporting you. Now, it's mm. all very well to say those things unless you follow it through, mm. they're idle threats. And that's when you have the scenario which you was talking about, Des, is when someone will actually go, you know, I'm going to keep on pushing and pushing yeah. and pushing yeah. and see how far I can go sure. um, and, and see how far I can get away with it. And unfortunately, that's happened too much in our culture today. Brett, can I come back a step maybe and, and just because I think this is perhaps important for people to understand what would indicate about ourselves and how we feel so I'm using the physical one there that you demonstrated so even for your granddaughter you know that makes me feel uncomfortable this is my body I don't like that please stop you know something what is it that inside of us would go oh I feel like someone's overstepped my boundary I need to put a boundary in place so so people can get an understanding to go okay what would indicate to me that perhaps I haven't put in a boundary or I've had the boundary overstepped? How does that make me feel? What inside of me would indicate that somebody's stepped into that space and I need to put a boundary in? Does that make sense? Yeah, it's either that you're feeling out of control or a very clear word is I don't feel safe. Yeah. And if I'm not feeling safe, you are encroaching on mine. And we talk about our own personal space. Um, that can be, you know, an imaginary boundary, but also be the physical boundary. But if we can put a boundary around ourselves and we're actually saying, hey, and if I was doing an analogy with you, say, for example, with a, young, a group of young people, I do this often if I'm speaking to students. And I say, you know, if I come to, you stay st stationary and I'm come, coming walk towards you, I want to let you, you can tell me when to stop. And I'll go up, you know, like I'm three metres away and they go, that's enough. And then another mm. person will go up to one metre. And then there'll be a third person, which I usually pick the right person to, and I go <laughs> nose to nose. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I like to get a reaction. But we all have our own personal space and we have to know where we feel safe in that personal space. And it could yeah. be with um, a physical, or it could be, as we're already going to identify, the psychologically emotional, the relational, mm. the psycho, you know, the um, even, even just the fact is when someone is doing something to you that you're not in control of and you either fight or freeze or you've, you fly, you free, mm. you know, you, you're trying to abandon yourself. So we have that psychological thing that we are inherent that we do and mm. sometimes or unfortunately sometimes because of the fear of the repercussions and that's where we get into domestic violence and people say mm. why didn't you just walk away well it's sometimes feeling safer to stay in there because mm. they don't they don't want to have the repercussions and so anytime you're made to feel inferior anytime you're made to feel 
um, like you can't be your true self or you have to walk around on eggshells is a feeling of unsafe environment. Mm. And that's the reason why we need to know what are our value systems? What are our belief systems? Mm. Where do we start and where do we finish? What is my responsibility? What is not my responsibility? And when we can have that aha moment, then we can actually say, I'm thriving in my little space and now I'm going to meet somebody or I can interact with other people in their space because I know who I am and I know mm. what what is what's right and what's wrong, what's going to be good for me and what's not going to be good for me. Isn't it mm. fair to say that people's boundaries are defined by a number of things? It's certainly defined by what you're taught as a child and what you grow up with and what your values are in growing up. But they're also set by circumstances that you have encountered. So somebody who has, let's say, been sexually abused or they will, ch they will change their boundaries to get safe. So, so boundaries are fluid in that sense, aren't they? Oh, they can be and may change with relationships as yeah. well. So yeah. when you're growing up and you're, you know, like trying to protect your purity, you know what those boundaries are. Then you get married and you're in the in the covenant or relationship in a relationship and if both feel good about it, then it's both feeling safe. Mm -hmm. Everything has a repercussion. Our family of origin has a significant part to play in the way that we do life. And we that's a whole nother conversation. But our family of origin has a significant part to play. And all those experiences help shape who we are. And then mm -hmm. if we get married, then, then another person's going to have a different experience. It doesn't yeah. make one yeah. right or wrong. It's just different. Yeah, exactly. um, but as we're going into in, in environment. And, and I have to, I'll just put a little bit of disclaimer, not everything, um, you know, that happens to us is necessarily, we can, we can throw that line. I feel unsafe. And it may just be that someone disagrees with you. And in our council culture that people say, you know, like, mm. um, instead of actually having a, a, a a, a debate or a civilized conversation with somebody where we might just default to, I feel unsafe, you're right, wrong mm. and I'm right. Mm. And then we put it under that blanket. So I have to put a disclaimer, not everything is unsafe. And, mm. um, but there are significant situations where some people are genuinely unsafe because of the circumstances, the feelings, the emotions that are building up and, and they can't be their true self. Can I bounce off the back of that? And this is, again, I think it's a really great point you've made, Brett. And and this is no disrespect to anybody, but I, th I think we are in a, in a culture where we've lost the art of actually uh, agreeing uh, to disagree. You know, it seems uh, a lot of people now, it's like, oh, I just don't agree with you, so I cut you off. You know, the, the, the boundary is now like <laughs> a, you know, a six feet thick concrete wall <laughs> you know whereas before it was like oh we can agree to disagree but we can still have a friendship uh, and you know i think we are now more in a culture where we, we go oh you you disagree therefore i feel unsafe because i don't know if i can trust you because you have a difference of opinion so rather than me keep the the friendship or relationship we just sever it uh which is unhealthy as well right and very much so. And so I, that's why I wanted to put that disclaimer. You know, not everything is always unsafe, but we can, you know, put, put it under that blanket. But I'm talking about those 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 feelings. Like, for example, if we're going into a, another, you know, a, a, a sort of our opinion, we should know our boundaries. Our opinions matter. They matter mm -hmm. to us and they, they matter to other people, but it doesn't mean that they have to like everything. Um, mm. we have to know what our own likes and dislikes. If someone forces you to like something that is nothing that you do like, for example, 
Um, that, that that's your boundaries being compromised. So that's the reason why we need to know ourselves, and that's we and it helps establish our identity. And so that's a psychological boundary. And and that leads into an emotional boundary where it talks about, you know, my feelings, my beliefs, my value systems, that's mine. And and it's okay to have those things. It's okay to have the feelings or the emotions that go along with with those, uh, with a a decision or or an action or my words. Um, And it's okay to be you. But we should learn, as you were saying, Tim, we should learn to be able to have civilized conversations, even if it's contrary to our value systems. We should be open to at least have a discussion. Help me understand what makes you think that. Help me understand how you come to that conclusion. Because I want to learn from it. And then if you're doing it that, do unto others that you haven't done unto you, then they might do the same thing. And then we can have a much more civilized society if we're alone to do that but unfortunately mm. we live in a cancel culture mm. <laughs> well, we're going to take a short break i mean there's so much more that we've yet to unpack and we'll do that in the second part of the show probably actually needs a second show as well but we'll see how we go brett ryan is our special guest this week from focus on the family australia we are talking boundaries on momentum and we'll take a short break and uh, encourage you as always to have a look around our website momentumaustralia.org and of course the focus on the family's website families.org.au couple of great websites to have in your arsenal of resources as we take a short break here on Momentum and come back with Brett Ryan in just a moment. This is Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. Find out more at MomentumAustralia.org. Welcome back to Momentum, second part of this week's show with Tim Days and our special guest Brett Ryan from Folks on the Family Australia and we are talking boundaries this week. Uh, just give you their website once again, families.org.au and of course our website, MomentumAustralia.org. Bunch of resources there to help you on your journey and this is such a an interesting topic, boundaries. And uh, Brett, you know, we, we ended the first part of the show, uh, the first part of the show with touching a little bit on emotional boundaries. Um, that, that poses a question then when we are in that space and say it's a relational space and we have our emotional boundaries in place. And I'm, I suppose I'm speaking particularly into the marriage space here um, because it's good to have some boundaries in place, but at the same time, there needs to be flex and compromise. Otherwise, you know, if we are so rigid and we don't, then, you know, we can lose the marriage and, and it beca- can become toxic. So how do we navigate maintaining some healthy emotional boundaries, but also flexing a little bit so that we don't burn the relationship? Yeah. I mean, boundaries in marriage, when we both are in agreement, we're both feeling safe. We both feel good about it. We know wh- who we are and our identity. Um, it can actually be harmonious. It's a wonderful thing. But we find when someone steps over those boundaries, you know, then there's there's there is uh, potential for harm, and we don't want to do harm. So I would say a, a word that you know for those who come to our like for example our marriage retreats, we talk about this, and we talk about the win win that we want to make so that both parties feel good about it. That that, mm. that because the word compromise, and although we can we might you know be wordsmithing, but when one person compromises more than the other, they actually lose, and if if, if one person loses, 
you both lose. It's like a team. You know, we win together, we lose together. But it's not, you're not going to put the onus on one person. And in a relationship, you both want to win together. So we like to have what we call the win-win, that you both come to a conclusion, you both come to a decision that you can both feel good about. And Mm. so whether that's, you know, how the bathroom's made or the renovations of a kitchen or, you know, um, there's sometimes that, that they may, they're they're important. They're very important that both feel good about it because if someone gives in a little bit, they might have a seed of resentment. I gave in the other person feels like, yeah, I won, I won, you know, and they might not say it out loud, but it can feeling a little bit dominating. And so like financial decisions, um, you should discuss these things. That's why communication, communication, communication is vital for a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. And so when someone feels like they're um, being not heard, and this is sort of like the relational boundary, if you like, when the other person's not respecting your opinion, um, you know, as I've already mentioned, do unto others you'd have them do unto you. If you expect to be respected, you have to give respect. Yeah. And yeah. And, and that comes in, in an idea with whatever decisions you make in a marital relationship that you want to have be heard, you want to have your uh, opinion validated or, and at least acknowledged not being dismissed and saying, oh, you don't have nothing, you don't have, you don't know what you're talking about. That's not healthy for any relationship. And that's where it unfortunately can lead to a dysfunctional relationship. And that's mm. not healthy for anyone. So, so some key, some tips then, and, and again, people are probably better off doing your marriage course to get this in full, but just, just <laughs> pulling that out, well, when we give that a plug, but, um, but look, I mean, as far as then the win-win, right? Because Logically, when you think about it, if you've got two people with differences of opinions, we've got our boundaries in place. Um, and let's use the one about the bathroom renovation, right? I, I want black taps and I want brush gold, right? How, how, do, how do we get a win-win? Like, because someone has to yeah. technically, how does that work? I, I don't use the word debate, but it's allowing for the other person to validate. Help me understand why do you want black taps? Right. Why is it so important to you? And if we get down to the base of why we want something, then we actually get to come alongside the person. Ah, that's right. That's why I understand why you want the black taps. You know, you grew up in a household that had white taps and you said, I'll never have white taps. And that's where you want black taps. But then that has to be unpacked. Yes. And then you have to actually ask yourself, does it really matter? Because some decisions don't really matter. Right. But if the other person doesn't feel heard, uh, let's put it this way. If you can have a conversation with your spouse and you're, and you're sharing your feelings and the person says, yeah, that must be really tough. Yeah. I understand that that might make you frustrated. Yeah. I understand that I've, you know, what I've done is has caused you unrest and I'm really sorry. Uh, unfortunately we still need to make a decision. How can we come to a, a, an agreement? What would be something that will help you and I come to this conclusion. It's feeling like we're coming alongside. We're not being a dictatorship. We're actually doing this together and working in partnership because together, T-E-A-M, together, everyone achieves more and you are a partnership. It's not a dictatorship. And that's what we want to do. It's not about me. It's about we coming into a decision. One set of boundaries I, I will love you to explain because I don't understand is spiritual boundaries. What does that mean? Spiritual boundaries, I mean, if we're looking from a church point of view, and I've unfortunately I've had the uh, displeasure of hearing some horrific stories that the church mm-hmm. has 
abuse their power, their spiritual position or authority, okay. and people have been harmed. And we can hear about the sexual damage that's done, but it's also been making decisions for other people saying, you know, and and I've been part of communities or churches and seen it firsthand when a, a, a pastor says, you cannot have anything to do with your family if you step outside this church because we, we are in the right and they're in the wrong. And that's a form of spiritual abuse. That is not great. And that is not ideal. And it's not God honoring. Then there's another side of thing is that you might have a situation where a husband and I and I and I think we may have discussed this in a previous podcast uh, can actually use the Bible as a mm. form of authoritarian style of leadership because they go to Ephesians five twenty one where it says <laughs> wives submit to your husbands but yeah. forget there's a verse just previous to that where it actually says submit one to another out of reverence for Christ yeah right. yeah yeah. And, yeah. and so I have heard horrific stories when men have abused that power, that authority, that spiritual headship that God has ordained to actually use it as an iron fist rather than in a loving, compassionate way. And they mm. use the Bible to back it up. And that is a form of spiritual abuse and is not a boundary that is very good. It is, mm. it is the antithesis of things like that. So mm. I would say that... and. Uh, uh, in, a, in a situation where there's a, um, a, a couple uh, making decisions and the husband says, well, I'm the spiritual head of this household and use it with an iron fist. That's not as God sent his son Jesus to actually say, you know, Jesus died and he was willing to sacrifice his life. That's the greatest love. Are you willing to sacrifice your love, your wants, your desires to serve your family and to serve your spouse? That's, mm. you know, that's true love, mm. and that's done with compassion and thoughtfulness and sacrifice and not done with a fist. And that's mm. unfortunately where spiritual boundaries can be compromised. Yeah, and, and you, you see that so much, I mean, the, 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 especially in the church sphere uh, where there's it's like absolutes. It's absolute one way or it's absolutely another way. And so it's very hard to find that compromise and that middle ground and that, um, that the love entry into that in that space it really is difficult yeah yeah i mean mm. when whenever you hear someone say don't touch the anointed which means they're actually <laughs> saying i'm not accountable to anyone because i'm god ordained and i'm <laughs> i've got the the spiritual authority that is not a, a spirit of humility or teachability or accountability it's actually mm. saying i am greater than god and I'm putting myself at the level of God, and that is not a, mm. a, a healthy environment to be in. So, mm. unfortunately, it happens in the workplace. It can, you know, like a form of authoritarian type of style that I'm the boss, you do have to do, listen to what I have to say. Um, and it can happen in the church because, unfortunately, egos get in the way. And uh, But can I just also say this does not give people an excuse to not be participating and being connected to a church community. If you can't find somebody, find another community that you can feel that. If, if you have been in a situation where this is taking place and it's, and it's very uh, abusive, you need to remove yourself. And it shouldn't give you an excuse that uh, all churches are the same. It's mm. not because I have mm. been, I am part of a church community and I know hundreds of other churches that are wonderfully welcoming, uh, but it's run by humans. And humans are imperfect beings and they're going to make mistakes, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be uh, 
part of a church community. I mm. encourage people to mm. do that. And if they can't do it, you know, face-to-face, join an online church community. And uh, I'd love to have, so there's no excuse for being part of a church community somewhere along the line. Mm. Yeah, that's good. We all agree then, Brett, that boundaries are healthy, right? We, we've we've spent the last part of the show talking about that. So let's let's use the last few minutes to look at how do we know if the boundaries that we're setting are healthy uh, whether they're or unhealthy, like what's the difference between a healthy and an unhealthy boundary? What would they look like? Oh, there's a couple of things we can have. We can actually have it so they're too rigid, like they're not movable, they're not flexible. Uh, I think you mentioned about you know in a, a marriage relationship, there is there is a give and take. There's a, there's a little bit of a uh, saying, I'll give in a little bit, and you give in a little bit, and we work together. Uh, but if they're too rigid, then that's not great. Then the on the opposite is that there's just no boundaries. It's porous um you know there's just no you don't know where it is and especially in parents parenting if you're too rigid or too strict um it's not great for the kids and then again the other side of things if it's very permissive kids don't thrive kids want to know what the boundaries are they thrive and and every healthy relationship you, you know what is where the boundary is and the where it stops. Other things, you know, if they disregard, and we've already spoken, disregard your opinions or disrespect your opinions or your values or do things that you're that you do not want or you do not need and they're forcing it upon you. Another mm. thing is that you might feel responsible for another person. I'll use the example that your your the boundary is that other person expects you to make them happy. Mm, and that's yeah. a that's a uh, uh, unhealthy boundary. Yeah. Uh, it's placing enormous pressure on them. Um, uh, uh, if you have someone who's got an addiction, they think, well, you need to help me go through this, but you need to provide me with money or you need to provide me with uh, my my things that I need. If you don't, then you are um, not, not a loving person. Well, that's not a healthy either. So you're actually trying to either the responsibility of fixing somebody mm. or the responsibility of making them happy and making them fulfilled. We are individuals and we need to find our identity in Christ and then it helps us with our relationships horizontally as our vertical relationship grows. But when someone places that pressure upon us to to be all things, then that's unhealthy. And so the final thing is, you know, we've always talked about the physical touch. Um, You know, no one should ever give you, uh, touch you if you haven't given permission. Now, there's, we don't have to, I mean, the the, the full swing has in our culture today is that we're getting to a point where people have to sign a contract of what, you know, of consent, what's appropriate and things like that. That's Mm. the, the the pendulum swinging too far, extreme, especially yeah. in a culture that's very sexually permissive. You can do whatever you like, but you have to write it down and triplicate, and then it's signed by. <laughs> the, it's quite ironic. But then in a relationship, is that you you know you you're doing things, especially in the in, in I, the ideal of spe- sexual intimacy in a relationship, is it's in uh, age appropriate and in the confines of a marriage. If both parties are feeling good about it then you don't have to write it down. It is, it's, it's, it's said that, but if someone forces someone to do something against their will, then mm. that's unsafe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's good. good. Uh, there's a lot in this show and there's a lot more that you can uh, unpack this with yourself. It's the brand new ebook, 
from Focus on the Family Australia. It's called Understanding Healthy Boundaries. It is available for free at their website, families.org.au, families.org.au. And there's more of what we've just talked about in the ebook. So I encourage you to go to the website and check that out. That's families.org.au. Our special guest this week has been Brett Ryan, the CEO of Focus on the Families Australia. Brett, so much in that. It's been a very educational half hour. Thanks for your time on Momentum this week, mate. Thank you. You're more than welcome. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. For more information or to hear this week's show again, go to MomentumAustralia.org. You can also access a whole range of resources to help you on your journey and to get in touch with the team at MomentumAustralia.org. Until next time, keep moving forward with Momentum. Momentum.